Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Over two years after the act, the Oxford shooter will be sentenced on Friday. In some ways, that will bring an end to one of the worst chapters in our state's history. We see shootings across the country all the time, unfortunately, but this one was home, and uh, it shocked everybody. As we look ahead to what's next, we also need to reflect upon how we got here. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. 17-year-olds Madison Baldwin and Justin Schilling, along with 16-year-old Tate Meir and Hannah St. Juliana, she was just 14. Those four students, those four, were murdered at Oxford High School just over two years ago. Seven others were shot. The accused? Their then 15-year-old classmate, Ethan Crumbly. Though these days, Ethan is no longer the accused. He pled guilty to a litany of charges in October of last year, including four counts of first-degree murder. The strategy was never to try the case. I don't think there was any question in anybody's mind that Ethan Crumley was the one pulling the trigger. The only issue in the case was how much prison time would he get. And because Ethan Crumley was only 15 at the time, it's not automatic life in prison. So that's why we had this Miller hearing where the judge determined whether or not he could or should possible sentence would be life in prison. And in this case, the judge ruled that there were mitigating factors in the life of Ethan Crumley. Number one is age, for sure. He was only 15. That's a mitigating factor, meaning he shouldn't get life. And the other one was her parents, which is very simple. He had a terrible life. He was neglected, etc. That right there is the voice of WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton. As Charlie mentioned, that Miller hearing is to determine if Crumley can face life in prison. As a juvenile, there is no such thing as automatic life. And as strong as those mitigating factors may have been, Charlie says they were not enough. That was outweighed pretty much by the severity of the crime itself, the planning of the crime, the manipulation of the crime. And then the judge also made it a point to look at the lack of potential rehabilitation. He was obsessed with violence, and even in the jail himself, he was uh, manipulated a computer so that he could look at potentially uh, violent uh, type of videos. So based on those uh, rulings, the judge found that the prosecutor met her burden to establish the, enough facts to, to say that this could be a life in prison case. As we look back, November 30th of 2021, it began like any other day. It was cold and gray, which is exceedingly typical for this time of year. 
But as you'll hear from WWJ anchor Jackie Page, everything changed when she picked up the phone. I've been doing this for over 30 years, Zach, and when this phone call came in, there was a gentleman on the other end who was having a difficult time speaking because he was in hysterics. In a very shaky voice, he said, um, my daughter is in a lockdown at Oxford High School. And he said, uh, there's a shooting there and he's killing people. And immediately we were on it. And I talked to him for probably 10 minutes. His daughter was texting him while we were having the conversation. She was in a closet. She thought that she was safe. She could hear the gunshots. He wanted to know what we knew. He wanted to know who was there. He wanted to know if police were on the scene. I didn't have anything to tell him. I just said that we were looking into it. And he just said, I have to go. I called him back about four hours later. He didn't pick up my call, but I left a message and just said, I hope you're okay. As soon as Jackie took that call, things got frantic, quickly. It was my day off, but I remember being called in and sent straight to Oxford, something I'll never forget. For WWJ reporter John Hewitt, he was already out and about. And for him, like Jackie, it was seemingly just another day. We were on another story, and you never know what you're going to be driving up into. We just had reports at the time of shots fired at a high school. Then you head on up there, and you know it's serious, but you don't know you know, what you're actually driving into or what the scene will be. You went to Michigan State, too. So you've gone through this twice, I mean, in different ways at different levels. But, I mean, that's something. It is. One of the things that strikes me about both incidents is on the way to both, just how many members of law enforcement passed you by on the road. Heading to Oxford first, uh, never had experienced that. It lets you know the severity when you keep seeing units from various departments, county, local, etc. Then uh, the late night Michigan State situation, the same, heading on I-96 up to East Lansing. Through the whole ride, not an exaggeration, various periods of time, law enforcement ripping by to go up to that scene. So, yeah, kind of similar in that way for sure. So, sadly enough, John is a veteran of reporting on two deadly school shootings. But with Oxford, it was his first. He had no idea what to expect. None of us did. Nobody in Metro Detroit was ready for what was going to unfold on that Tuesday. And one of the biggest challenges of that day was keeping all of the information straight. Media had kind of gathered across the street from where law enforcement was shortly thereafter. The governor came, school uh, administrators came. So I was there totally until about probably 9, 10 o'clock that evening. And then obviously subsequently, day after day after day for the rest of that week, One of the things that was most striking was just how fast information was coming. So often when we go to a scene, and it's understandable, law enforcement is securing a scene. They don't necessarily, outside of maybe giving you some preliminary information to to fit that need, by and large, they don't tell you a lot. But on this situation, my take is they gauge that the community wanted answers. It was so horrific, so over the top. We see shootings across the country all the time, unfortunately. But this one was home, and uh, it shocked everybody to the extent that people wanted answers, and they wanted them quickly. The shooting was horrific. There are few words that can describe the devastation of that day. But as the story unfolded, it took a turn for the bizarre. I don't want to take away from the severity of the situation and the lives that were lost, but I think one of the things that makes this story so fascinating is that it was horrific, but then, John, it takes a turn into the bizarre. 
His parents, they're in a car in a Zoom hearing because, you know, we were still in COVID. And then they disappear. Then they're found in this warehouse in Detroit. And it became this sensationalized story for, I don't know, 36 hours. That, to me, was just incredible. And I don't mean that in a good way. No, I understand. I want to choose my words carefully because of what has happened here. But it was fascinating in looking back, as we've talked about, about just how dynamic this was. It was changing literally every day, every moment. Parents on the run, information coming out day after day. The rawness of it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This Friday, Ethan Crumbly learns his fate, and Charlie told me that he thinks the judge telegraphed a life-in-prison sentence at Crumbly's Miller hearing. But nothing is certain. Lawyers will be able to give a, a lengthy presentation. I certainly expect a lengthy presentation from both the prosecutor as well as the defense attorney. And the defense attorney is going to have to chip away at not life in prison, despite the Miller factor, and, and really try to convince the judge that really Ethan Crumley's age and the parents, really, that the judge should kind of, in a way, reverse himself. It's one thing for the Miller hearing, which just gives the judge an option. It's another thing at the time of sentencing, when the facts of this case, according to the defense, should be the minimum sentence. And the minimum sentence in this case is not a nothing sentence. The minimum sentence would be 25 years mandatory and then up to 40 years. So the judge can give any term of years within that. But of course, this judge has already ruled that he could give Ethan Crumley life in prison without parole. While the legal proceedings against Ethan are ending, his parents, James and Jennifer, have yet to stand trial on four counts of involuntary manslaughter. And though he's not a lawyer, John said what I think a lot of us have been thinking. I'm kind of reaching here a bit. I don't want to attribute this to someone, but the vibe I got in regard to prosecuting a case against his parents. This is, in a way, your textbook test case. Because if, and I'm not advocating one way or the other, I'm not on a jury, I don't want to intervene with that, but if this is not something you can convict on, maybe some people feel you never will. I mean, you know, when you look at the dominoes here of supplying the weapon, allegedly not necessarily providing proper care, 
for someone in distress, having your opportunity at a school meeting where behavior is being presented to you, I mean, et cetera. People know the litany, right? And if it doesn't lead to a guilty verdict, and again, I'm not advocating for that, but as I watch this from, from afar here, if it doesn't happen in this case, I don't know if it ever will. Certainly, the legal proceedings are wrapping up in connection with the Oxford shooting. But we know nothing is really coming to an end. In an event like this, there is no end. People will be forever grieving, and the Oxford community is forever changed. I suppose now the only hope is justice and closure. Today's big thanks go out to my colleagues Charlie Langton, John Hewitt, and Jackie Page. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.